and welcome to the Diagnosis Infertility Podcast, where tears, encouragement, and laughter will fill your soul. My name is Andrea, and my medical chart reads infertility, but I prefer to think of myself as an IVF warrior, because even though I now have two little humans in my house, that diagnosis not only has stayed on my medical chart, but continues to drive who I am. And when I was in the thick of it, it controlled who I was. I hated my body. I did not take care of myself. My mindset was totally off and I obsessed about getting pregnant. And maybe you can connect with that too. If so, this podcast is for you. Here, it's all about real talk and giving you validation in that annoyingly real and raw emotion through this journey. As a health and life coach, I not only want to share my journey, but set you up with success as you navigate your own fertility struggles. Buckle up, lady, because here we go. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Welcome back. On today's episode, some bitch, I'm not wearing my headphones. We are going to jump right in, as always. Or should I start doing banter? Should I start doing silly talk? Like, should I tell you a little bit about my week? Would you guys like that? Let's put that on my Instagram page. Let's go go over and vote right now. I'm going to have that on my Instagram page right now. So if we want to have a little banter, um, I'm just going to do it. Let's see how it goes. Maybe you like it. Maybe you hate it. So this week, I... I'm the president of Gigi's Playhouse Fargo, and we had our golf tournament on Monday, which was awesome. I golfed with my squad. You know who you are, team. Uh, we did not do absolutely terrible. We actually golfed incredibly well for who we are. However, we were definitely in the bottom fourth <laughs> for the score coming out. But we were super proud of ourselves, and we only cheated like a little bit. But we didn't think it was cheating because we paid extra money. So they like, donated to the cause and we knew we weren't going to win anyway. So we totally justified it. But it was super awesome. And then I was totally bragging to the guy that's doing my website. Yes, I'm creating a website right now. It's almost ready. I'm ready to launch it. I'm ready to get her out there. Her is my company that I created and am building. And I freaking love it. I am focusing on women who are going through infertility and I want to health and life coach them because let's be honest going through infertility sucks and I essentially created a business that I wish existed when I was going through infertility so I have a variety of different packages I have a variety of different entry points what I'm doing is I'm just working on on the whole on your whole self on women So I have four different entry points. I have an entry point for women who just want general health, right? Like you're done having kids. You didn't really go through any fertility, but you still want to work with me. We really vibe. You really like my personality and you think we would work well together. So I'm still going to have packages for you ladies. Um, The second one is, is you are just venturing out on trying to conceive. So you haven't necessarily gone through infertility It's been less than six months, but you just want to get in the best health that you can get. And you see the importance of building healthy habits as you're trying to conceive. So I have an entry point for you ladies. And then my third entry point is for women who are in the thick of it, right? 
is those women who have been trying for greater than six months and get negative pregnancy test after negative pregnancy test and really just struggling, kind of losing who you are um, as you continue to work through and try to conceive. And so I have a few different packages for those women. And then I have another package called After Her. I actually have named all of them. And so I have Her Health, which is the general health. Her Start, which is, you know, you can't wait to start your family in that less than six month one. Her Weight is basically that the weight is killing me. And you've seen more negative negative pregnancy tests than you want to see. And then her after. So your post-delivery following a long fertility journey, like IVF or IUI, or even bed rest, because I had a significant stint with bed rest. And I, <laughs> this is what jump-started all of this, is I really needed my body and my mind stronger because I was so deconditioned. So anyway, I have those four different entry points. Uh, the company is called Her and... Anyway, stay tuned on that. So I really side noted that. So thanks for following me. So I was talking with the guy who is creating my website and I was bragging to him that, you know, we're past vacations, uh, we're past COVID, we're past some other sicknesses. And I said, oh, it's so nice. We're finally going to have a normal week. And I should have found wood to knock on because at midnight, our daughter like was super distressed, which she really isn't in the middle of the night. She comes into our room crying and she had a freaking fever of 104. And so <laughs> needless to say, it's been a long day at home, making sure she's good and hydrated and getting her fever down, which praise the Lord, right? When I was putting her to bed, it was at 99. So she did good. We did good. God totally provided in what we needed to do for her. So anyway, um, it's 8.30 in the p.m. And I'm recording this podcast that's supposed to be released tomorrow morning at 7. But good news is, is I'm drinking a Cosmopolitan. And it's amazing. So here we are. That's the banter. You can tell me if you think that's wonderful, if you think it's stupid, because I'm not going to be offended, you know? Okay, so let's dive in. So today's podcast is about being perfect and how perfect is boring. So oof, it's taken me a long time to get where we're at here. So I am a recovering perfectionist. I am. Sometimes I slip up, but I'm making huge progress in this. You see, I love to be perfect. I love things to be perfect. Not like in that neurotic type of way. So, for example, my hubby loves things lined up perfectly at the end of the counter. He'll line it up just so. So naturally, I'll walk by and just tilt it ever so slightly. Um, But I'm talking about, number one, being organized. I love to be as prepared for something as I absolutely can be. Like the other morning, when I sent my daughter out the door for nature camp, she had her socks, her shoes, her hat, sunglasses, chapstick, sunscreen, and bug spray. I had it all, and I needed it all to go with her. It's that kind of perfection I like. I love to be as prepared and organized as I can be for everything so I can control the situation in order to, one, not be inconvenienced, and two, so that the people around me are not inconvenienced. 
because inconvenience might cause pain. And I don't want myself or the people I love to be in pain. So I like things controlled. So they can be perfect. So I can avoid pain because pain sucks. I also really like to be perfect in the things that I do. What I say to people, how I present myself, how I make other people feel. I also like that to be perfect. So much so that I find very little worth in myself if I'm not perfect and don't make the people around me feel the absolute best that they can feel. You see, I like things controlled so that I know what people will think of me because I need people to think good things about me so that I can feel good about myself, so I can be worthy. At least that's what I used to think. Isn't that crazy that I put so much stock in being perfect because to me, perfect is successful. And I I compare the two or the two are pretty related to me. You know, success equals perfection and success equals people liking me. So I like people to perceive me as successful so I have self-worth. Okay? It's exhausting. I am exhausted by it. Now, I have been working significantly in therapy to overcome this, and it's going awesome. It's incredibly hard, but it's so good. And a lot of it has stemmed from my journey through infertility. And so that's why I think this topic is so important because I know you're out there. I know there is a girl out there that I am talking to right now who is identifying hard with this. And maybe you don't realize that's what it is, but girlfriend, listen, okay? You don't have to be exhausted by it anymore, okay? It's these things that I'm recovering from because I thought when I didn't get pregnant, I thought whenever I had a negative pregnancy test, I was failing. Therefore, I wasn't successful. Therefore, people would think bad things about me. Or therefore, I wasn't worthy enough, right? Take that in. When you don't have a positive pregnancy test, it is not failure. You are not failing, okay? You need to remember that. A lot of times, too, and I heard it a couple times actually this week even, they'll talk about how they've had failed IUIs or they've had failed IVFs. And yes, I get that that's how we describe it. But what if we change that terminology? Because if you told me or if you described me as I had a failed IVF round, I would think I was a failure and therefore not worthy. Okay, so it's those things that I'm recovering from. So imagine my thought process when I was trying to get pregnant and I kept failing. I considered myself a failure. I wasn't, but that's how I perceived it. And maybe you are too. Maybe this is hitting you. I thought because I couldn't get pregnant, I kept failing. And I kept failing because I wasn't good enough. And because I wasn't good enough, I wasn't worthy of anything. I had a high disturbance of this. High. 
So I am getting vulnerable with you here because I think you need to hear this so we can connect on a deeper level here. I love to be perfect so that people like me, so that I will be good enough, so I won't be wrong. But guess what? Perfect is boring. I am good enough. And who determines what is right or wrong for me? I am the master of me. I determine what is right and what is wrong for me. So why am I putting so much stock in what other people think of me? Well, it's because I myself didn't think I was good enough on my own or that I was worthy on my own. It's one thing for me to say I am enough, but it's another thing for me to believe that I am enough. Let's say that again. It's one thing for me to say I am enough, but it's another thing for me to believe that I am enough. Going through infertility has been one of my favorite things about me, which sounds crazy because I'm just like ragging on it right now, but it is. It's one of the favorite things about me. I love who infertility made me. What I'm learning is that I was actually perfect in all of my adventures. Where would my growth and experience have come from if I didn't experience this? Because perfect is boring. It's all these imperfections along the way that has shaped me into Andrea and to this human that I am loving more and more every time I plug in and do the work. I love to be so good at everything in order to avoid pain, to avoid inconvenience. But that imperfection, that ability to step back and not be good at something, like getting pregnant, has opened the door for me to truly embrace who I am because of my imperfections. I used to care so much of what people thought of me. I used to care so much to get the approval of others so I, that I felt good enough. But for what? Honestly, like, wouldn't it have been so cool if I could just own, and now I do, but if I could have just owned, no, I suck at getting pregnant. That's not for me. I'm not good at it. (laughs) I need the help. Okay? Like, think of how, I feel like for me, because I love humor and sarcasm so much, I think for me, that would have been such a stress reliever for me going through my journey if I would have just leaned into what was fact, right? But what ended up happening is I wasn't true to myself. What ended up happening is that I would change my behavior based on the people around me. What ended up happening is I thought I wasn't worthy or good enough because I couldn't get pregnant. And that's a really crappy place to be. I dream of a safe place for us to share our imperfections with each other. Because imperfection is what brings life to us. It's messy and it can be chaotic, but it is oh so beautiful. And don't be like me trying to be perfectly imperfect. (laughs) You see, that's a new thing I'm doing. (laughs) I'm like trying to be perfectly imperfect. So I'm again, identified and working on it. You see, you guys embrace the messy to embrace the ugly. You get to love yourself, like truly love yourself. Not this, oh, self-love crap. Like Love you even if you have this need to be perfect. Love you even though you have these things that you think are ugly and that you don't really admit. Loving yourself is admitting it, okay? I'm admitting that I love to be perfect. 
And I'm learning that part of loving yourself is being vulnerable, which for the record, I absolutely hate, but I'm okay with it now because I'm realizing being vulnerable doesn't identify me as weak and people won't think things are bad about me, right? That's just the things I've thought in my head. Being vulnerable is admitting things to yourself that you are too afraid to admit. So right now, if you are seeing negative pregnancy test after negative pregnancy test, or if you lost a baby, or maybe you had an unsuccessful round of IVF or IUI, maybe instead of thinking you failed or you aren't good enough, maybe you round up that imperfection in you, own it, and sit in it, and add it to the beautiful person you are because of it. Maybe you admit that this is a really shitty thing that is happening to you and that you are angry about it. And then you can swoop in and love yourself despite of all these things. I'm not saying your pain is going to go away because it turns out we can't protect ourselves and others from pain. But what we can do is learn to really believe in ourselves really love ourselves and really believe we are enough and that pain becomes just a little bit easier to handle thank you for pressing play today if you found value in today's episode or feel that someone in your life could use a burst share this episode on social media don't forget to tag me in it so i can give you a shout out or send it to your husband a friend or even your mom right now sometimes we need to share what resonates with us so other people can understand too. And remember, maybe it's time to stop being afraid of what can go wrong and start being excited about what can go right. You've got this. You are doing a great job. Until next time.